0: Hello, everyone. I'm Joel. And I'm Madam, And we are The They're Big Poppies. Poppies. The purpose of this podcast is to discuss fatherhood and all the topics around fatherhood that we face as dads. Now, we're going to touch on subjects that might be considered controversial. This podcast is about open dialogue, some debate, but most importantly, honest discussion about how to raise our kids in today's world. We hope you guys walk with us on this journey. Here we go.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of The Big Papies. Before we start this uh, topic, I would like to say that Mia and Joel are not professionals by any means. We are just two random Dominican guys trying to figure out how to be a father in today's day. So just like you, you know, we have a lot of questions and we just want to keep a conversation going about how to be a father. And with that... Today, we're going to talk about a topic that is uh, very sensitive. Sensitive. It's a taboo because we as fathers sometimes, or all the time, we avoid it, especially having girls. And I have a friend in front of me that when I told him, hey, we're going to talk about this topic, he was like, whoa, what? <laughs> Are we? And I, and I said, yes. That being said... Today we're gonna to talk about
0: the talk what talk sex talk that's exactly right and and it is an important topic, and it's one that I think when you first think about it, you sort of squeam a little bit and and try to avoid it but as as fathers and as men, I think we really need to need to understand that it's an important topic and we need to prepare for it, just like with anything else so having the, those discussions with your your sons and your daughters. We think is is uh, is very important. So Maldum, when uh when did you have the talk with with your parents back in your adolescence?
1: Well, man, I think I was probably 15 years old, and the only thing my dad told me was, "Here, son, in the drawer, there's condoms, and that's it. Don't bring any girl pregnant, please." <laughs> that was it. Nothing else. But the first time I spoke about it and this is why we need to talk about it was when i was 10 or 11 when there were kids in from the blog and they were talking about all these crazy things and i didn't know anything about it i was like what? what are you talking about and that was my very
0: very first talk like talk wow yeah for for me i was thinking about this earlier not i don't remember ever having the talk quite honestly and and maybe maybe i did with my parents and I just sort of erased that from my memory. But I don't remember, um, I think what I do remember is mostly like you is hearing from, from friends from friends, and mostly from family members. So I have a big family. I grew up around a bunch of cousins that are like brothers to me. And, and I do remember amongst ourselves, like us figuring it out and and then talking about it, but yeah, it's, it's the, those times were different. I'm sure for you, the Dominican Republic is very different than, than life today. I think today we, we need to communicate more, it seems like, than, than back in the days. I think back in the days there were a lot of things that were just weren't either touched or wasn't wasn't viewed as important to talk about. Whereas now we really everything is front and center and we gotta we gotta control the message.
1: Yeah, we, we do. Especially when when kids nowadays they have so much information in their hands and uh they have Google to ask about things that we would Probably when we were kids, we not even thought about it because we didn't have other information in their hands, you know. And it's scary how how generations are going so fast. They're going like light speed and, and it's not even funny. Yeah. Uh, I was walking one day, taking my girl to school, and I saw two kids in the middle of, of, of the yard waiting uh, to get inside between all these kids and they were making out man in thing, front of everybody in yeah. front of everybody and i yeah. I was like i was embarrassed i was i felt like this is crazy i i wanted to take my girl out of the school like right away because mm-hmm. imagine you know i wish i had maybe this conversation with my dad
0: when i was younger instead of having uh the talk with my friends yeah and and i think i think um today and it seems like every podcast we, we find a way to talk about social media and the internet and, and all that stuff. But because I think it's related, they, well, yeah. you know, it's, it's related access, to everything. The access that they have exactly. to all that stuff now is, is really at the edge of their fingertips. So um, that, that I think makes it that much more important for us to, to talk about these things. I want to ask you a two part question. Sure. Go ahead. First one is, our first part is how do you think, how old, I know you said you were 15 when you had the talk. Yeah. What do you think is an appropriate age to have the talk? And secondly, do you think the talk changes between boys and girls?
1: I think before they get to middle school, they need to have a talk. So I even, I even.
0: Damn, that's 10, 11 years old. Yes, sir. Yeesh.
1: I uh, actually, last year when my daughter was 10, one day I sat her down and he said, hey, quick question. Do you do you know what intimacy is? And she was like, "Uh, yeah, kind of. What is it? And she kind of explained to me when a man and a woman, and they love each other and they start kissing and making out and they get, they get naked. That was, that was her response. And she asked me, why are you asking me this question? And I told her straight, we need to talk about sex. And she was like, what, what, why, why? Can I, can I wait until I'm, I'm older? I'm like, no, because, you know, next year you're going to middle school and I, I've seen things that they're not appropriate for, for kids. So you need to be prepared because there are going to be boys that are going to be hitting on you and, you know, things can happen. And uh, mm-hmm. the difference, I don't think it should be a difference between talking. Well, yeah, it should be. We have to be subtle when we talk to girls because they're more sensitive to the subject.
0: Between the two. The boys.
1: Yeah, talking. the boy yeah. and the girl. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, man, I, I think we should, you know, we should talk about it the same way, in a subtle way. That they don't feel like, oh shoot, what's going on here? You know,
0: that's what I think. Mm. I slightly, I, don't know, I wouldn't say I, I disagree, but I do think it's two different conversations. Now, granted, it's a conversation I'm probably never going to have with the boy because I don't have any boys, and we don't plan on having having any more kids. But um, I could imagine that a conversation with the boy um, is one where, in both cases, it's ed- educational. You want to educate right. them. But I think that a conversation with a boy should include, in my opinion, some discussions about dealing with their drive. Because from what we know and of experience, a boy's drive is very different than a girl's. And, and now, over the past few years, you see a lot of things surface and you're like, man, guys really cross the line. and And in some extreme cases we've seen, but also with regular guys like us. You, you it's there's this urge and and once you hit that 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 puberty stage yeah and, the animal oh kicks oh in oh my gosh it, it does so i think as men who went through that preparing the boys for it so when it comes they understand that their responsibility albeit they they want to go after the girl um they have to be very careful and very mindful and very sensitive and understanding True what the girl's perspective is like so they can be ready for that. You know what I mean? Whereas with a girl, they have to be prepared to understand the animal instinct that the boy has because once it starts coming, they have to be ready for it. You know what I mean? So I think I think the conversations are slightly different in that sense. Excuse me. But in both cases, uh, it's educational. It's them understanding the birds and the bees and, and all that stuff, I think. As far as the age, I think it, it really, I, I, I mean, when you said middle school, I started thinking, I'm like, Ben, you're 10 years old. In fifth grade, eleven and six, typically somewhere around there. Just like that. That's just sounds kind of early, but but I think yeah, I, I see your logic. Because <clears> remember, <throat> in middle school, you're gonna have kids that have thirteen, fourteen years
1: old. Sure. And your daughter is ten, eleven. It's sad, but kids that are sexually active. Exactly, exactly. So you know they're gonna be like trying to jump into your your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. You get it. So I think we need to start <laughs> say talking that again. I'm sorry, man. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I, I thought about my daughter, too. Sorry, to, man. It's a language. Stay, I, I, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> so, um, and as a matter of fact, a couple of years ago, I went to a parenting conference with a pastor uh, that is very popular. He has a podcast as well. His podcast is uh, Parenting with Purpose. And he said that, you know, it's, it's good to have the conversation at early age, even earlier. That to me that that was crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, ten year old, eleven year old is fine because they understand better, and they're gonna go into middle school where they're gonna have all all kinds of people, mm-hmm. all, all kinds of different characters and and personalities. So he even said, "Oh, you know, uh, I spoke to my uh, to my kids about about the talk when they were seven, eight years old." I'm like, "Wow, something along those lines," you know. And I'm like, uh, yeah. I understand that generations are going fast, but that's, I think that's too much. No, yeah. but, and, you <laughs> know,
0: I think it probably depends on the kid too, right? Yeah. Some kids just can handle more than other kids. Some kids can, very early in, in their lives, they can prepare and do things. And you see with academics, some kids just walk in and they can handle it. They can take the pressure and they can deal with it. Just like some kids can can have that conversation. Other kids, you might have to be a little more sensitive because- I think one of the things we have to be very mindful of, and this is his parents, moms, dads, you could do damage by introducing it. And I would think, again, I'm not an expert, but I think you could do some damage to a kid if you introduce introduce them to something too early in life where you could possibly traumatize them. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially that kids
1: nowadays, I've noticed that they're very
0: curious about everything. Yeah.
1: They question everything. Imagine like a six-year-old and you start having the talk and then, you know, Kids nowadays they, six, seven year olds, they, they, they know how to look for things in Google already. Because yeah. they know how to read. Yeah. So, you know, they
0: might not understand a lot of things, but they read. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. So here's here's uh here's the million dollar question. So how do you have the talk? How do you what what's a what's an example of the talk that you have and how do you introduce it to your kid? Well, like I mentioned before, I, I went uh,
1: I think I went a little bit overboard talking to my daughter, talking straight what it is and and, and stuff like that. Uh, th- that was only like probably two minutes. So she freaked out. And, and I was like, OK, this is too much for her. But the way, you know, we, we need to talk to them about intimacy rather than talking, saying, oh, you know, sex. We need to talk about intimacy because sex is a very strong word, especially for a kid. So we need to start telling them. I believe that you know when and people love each other and and people experience hormonal hormonal changes. You know, things. I I don't know, man, because it's it's hard. Because I, I, like I said, I, I had a conversation with my dad when I I was fifteen, and the only thing he he told me was in that drawer, there are condoms. Don't bring a a girl pregnant home because if not, you're gonna deal with the consequences. Yeah. Yeah it's um, uh, it's a, it's, a, it's actually a a, a tough question. but you know if, i i believe that if we go
0: subtle about it with a little bit of of intensity uh, it, it could be done absolutely and i think one of one of the key things that we we haven't talked about yet and i think it's it's absolutely essential is having these conversations with our spouses and yeah. strategizing with them as well right because i think i think the role of a mother mother to daughter, such a, such a beautiful relationship and such a unique relationship and different than that of dad and daughter. Right. So having these conversations with our wives and strategizing, okay, this is, this is, this is not just what I wanted to do was like, you take care of it. Cause it's girls. Go ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that I've learned over time is it isn't the right thing to do, even though there's a part of me that feels like just doing that. <laughs> um, but really having the conversation with my wife and saying, all right, we need to have these, we need to start to introduce this uh, to our to our daughter, in this case, our oldest daughter. How do we go about it? And really talking about what are you going to cover? What am I going to cover? And for us, it was, well, what made sense to us was, <clears throat> I'll cover the male's perspective. So my wife did the introduction of the talk. She had the 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 intro talk where this is what this is. Like you said, there were some things that were already known. And I came in sort of talking about responsibility and talking about boys and how boys come after girls. And you got to be prepared for that and, and making sure that you find your partner when you're ready and married and all that stuff. You know what I mean? So when I had the conversation, she had already had the conversation with my wife about the actual act itself. Whereas me, I just came in with all the other stuff around it. Also, oh, you had to talk already. Yeah, well, to be to be fair, my wife had the real talk—the talk, the talk okay. that I wanted to avoid. I came in with all the other stuff around it, to to now, because um, what we did was when she had the conversation, she let we let that sit there for like a week. <clears throat> we gave her time to think about it. We gave her time to come up with questions if she had directly with with her mom. Because right, quite frankly, there are things she's comfortable speaking with my wife that she's not comfortable speaking with me. A lot of times, it's even stuff like just just school and friend stuff she feels comfortable talking to her mom when she has problems with her friends for example whereas with me she likes there are other things that she feels comfortable with she likes talking business with me and things like that you know what i mean (laughs) so i handled those 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 things on the on the outside and my wife took took care of the, the talk talk so that was our approach so what i would recommend is you guys out there that are listening get with your wives have that conversation first strategize just like you would, if you were making a purchase of, of something and, and talk it out and then, and then execute when it comes to having the conversations with your kids.
1: Yeah. And, and feel comfortable about it. You know, there's nothing to be embarrassed because, you know, we, we all go through uh, stages in life when we we're kids, you know, and just keep in mind that, you know, we, we, we are curious. We are, uh, you know, and, and, and boys are, uh, or, or men in general, we are based on instincts most of the time, especially when it comes to, to, uh, intimacy. So animal
0: instincts, to be specific. Yes. You know what I mean? They're, yes. It's it's in there.
1: It's in there. So you know, if feel comfortable talking to your kids about it, because there's nothing bad, you know. Uh, there's nothing to be embarrassed. There's nothing to be afraid. There's nothing to be. Oh my God! No, I don't want to have the talk. I, don't, I I have to avoid it. Then what? I can't. No, because there's gonna be a. Another key, because as and we spoke about it before, that there's going to be an, a key that is going to influence our, our kids, and we don't want that. We want our kids to be prepared before the 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 storm comes, right? We we have to have uh, the umbrella, we have to have the coat, we have to have the the rain boots, everything before the storm, the storm hits, because then we're going to be screwed.
0: And yeah, and and that that's a good segue into the next question I was going to ask about what are the consequences if we don't have the conversation. If we just say, "You know what? I don't want to touch it. I'm not going to deal with it." We'll just let that be. What do you think are some of the some of the consequences of that?
1: Pregnancy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the extreme. I I, I go to the extreme. So, well, it's not even it's just it's, uh, it's, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things that could happen uh if we don't have these kind of conversations. And we we spoke about one and he's, you know, other kids are going to be talking with our kids and they don't necessarily have the best advice or the best uh, comments or, or you know, intentions. So we definitely need to avoid that our kids have the conversation with other kids. That's number one. Number two, curiosity, man. Uh, um, other kids influencing our kids, they're, they're going to be like, oh, I want to know what it is, you know. And we have to, even when they're older, we we have to make them realize that um, having intimacy, it's something that has to be done when they're married and they have
0: to wait. Which seems, quite honestly, seems like a crazy thing to say these days because people, it's just so open and people do. Yes. I mean, back in the days, that was just something that, that was it. I mean, yes. that, that was the, that was, uh. That was what everybody had to do, but nowadays that seems that it's definitely rare. I would say most people have had sex by the time they get married. I don't know the stats but even I'm just even
1: before man i I have friends that have told me, oh the first time I had sex was when I was twelve I'm like what I was eighteen <laughs> yeah. so you know it, it's scary to think that our kids 12, twelve thirteen years old, eleven even ten can be involved with some other kid in. An
0: intimacy situation it's crazy intimacy situation i mean i think one of the consequences of not having the talk with your kids and just ignoring it is lack of preparation i I, yeah. I look at i look at parenting our jobs as parent ultimately ultimately as parents is to prepare our kids prepare our kids for life we're raising the future adult and and my job isn't for my kid to make all the choices I want them to make. My job is to prepare them for what's coming in life, sex being one one of them, and then putting them in a position where that moment of truth comes and and they have to make choices. They have the tools they need to make an informed decision. The decision they make, especially once they grow up and they're adults, that's where accountability comes in and that's, that's on them. My job, my wife's job, is to put them in a position to make the choice that's going to be best for, for for themselves. Again, once they make that choice, that's on them. Whether good or bad, that's their choice. So thinking about that, I think not having to talk is not preparing your kid. Not preparing your kid is setting them up for failure. Yeah, definitely. At, at Bottom line. So when I think about this is I, I put this into with any other major conversation you need to have. Um, when it comes to for example, spirituality, we teach them what we believe and we put them in that position. But as an adult and and once once my daughters have kids and they have their families, if they decide that they don't want to be uh, um, that they don't want to be religious or they don't want to uh, uh, have faith and go to church and, and be part of a of a church community, that's on them. My job, my wife's job is to put them in a position to make the right choices based on what what we believe so i think i think sex is no different i think you just have to prepare them otherwise yeah, of like you of said the people that are going to be teaching them are some other 11 12 13 14 year olds not know knows kids that don't know anything themselves and they're the ones that are teaching our kids about something that's so important so i just say get them prepared
1: yeah and and also letting them know the consequences of of not being prepared cuz uh you know, like I said, my dad told me, don't bring a girl pregnant because if not, you will have to work I was 15 years old, you know. Mm-hmm. And we need to talk about these things, too, with them, you know, uh, not only pregnancy, but uh, diseases, you know. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of them out there. Yes, exactly. And uh, they could be, these diseases could, could be, could have a, a, a longer term consequence in them. So, yeah, we need to prepare them. Uh, and as a matter of fact, you know, I I... I spoke to my daughter last year and I think I have to have a talk again because next year she's going to to middle school. But I like your strategy of talking, making the mom talk to her before and then me, you know, coming with uh, responsibilities and consequences and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. And and that, that seemed to have worked for us and it made it less uncomfortable for them because let's, let's, I mean the talk for us is uncomfortable especially dads with our little yeah. girls it, yeah. it is it, it's just like you said when you brought it up we were talking about this last week i was like oh we talk about something else can we do social media part 4 <laughs> um but but it, it's it's that important and i think making it easier on them ultimately helps the cause because they'll be more willing to talk exactly as opposed to just wanna run away from the conversation because it's uncomfortable so yeah i think i think it worked out for us i can i can imagine that for dads out there with boys maybe it's the other way around where the dad has the initial talk with the boys from mm-hmm. a guy's perspective and then mom comes in and and talks about the other the other things around it um regarding the girl's perspective having that conversation i don't know just just a thought but i think i think the way we did it worked for us sweet deal so
1: closing costs, uh, closing costs. I'm sorry, man. I'm thinking business here. <laughs> House and stuff. Uh, closing statement. What would you tell parents out there on when to have the conversation and how to
0: how to um, approach it? Yeah, I would, I would say what, what we already mentioned. Number one, understand the importance of the conversation. Number two, understand that you're preparing your kid for something that's that we all know is is sensitive and and important at the same time that have a lot of implications. I mean, it's literally how life continues in this world is what we're talking about. And and just get over that initial, that initial uncomfortable feeling that you feel about, about not wanting to have the talk. And the last thing I would say is what what I just had mentioned uh, regarding planning it out with your, your partner, guys out there, talk to your, talk to your wives, Wives, talk to your husbands before you have that conversation, strategize and then execute just like anything else. Uh, because it really is important and it's not easy. But Malcolm said this earlier, these kids are exposed to so much these days that I, it's probably more important now to have these conversations than, than, than ever because of, of how much they're exposed to. So. Um, again, we're not experts just talking about our own experiences and, and giving our own opinions, but, um, one thing is very clear and that's that it, it is important and it's a conversation that needs to be had. And you guys will know when, when, it, when your kid will be ready to have that conversation. Cause I think, I think we just knew when it was, when it was time.
1: Well, and in, I would say as well, uh, fathers of girls, you know, keep talking to them. Father of boys. You have to teach them that they have testosterone at its best when they're kids, when they're 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, and uh, teach them how to treat a girl, and teach them that they have to wait. You know, instead of thinking about, oh, I want to, you know, be chasing fulanita. You know, tell them, hey, let's do sports or something like that. Keep keep their minds busy because that's important too. When you keep their man, their minds busy, you know they they don't they're not gonna be thinking about about chasing girls, you know. Oh, they will. Well, <laughs> no true, they will, they will, they will. But be you know, we we
0: boys, right? But but you help them with it. You yeah, help
1: with you, it. you help them exactly. Yeah. You, we yeah. have to keep talking to them and say, hey, you know, you're gonna go through these changes, so you know you need to treat girls a certain way, and and you know whenever you have you feel a certain need, you have to think. About something else, or, or whatever the case may be, but definitely we need to talk to them all the time at all times because we don't want other kids to teach our kids how to deal with things in life. And uh, I want to reinforce what Joel says about about not being experts by any means. We are, or we don't think we are. We just two guys trying to figure it out figure it out, just like you. So and and because we want to have these conversations, because not. Everyone, not every man, has has these conversation outside of the uh, household. Yep, that's
0: true. Good stuff, man. Good conversation. That went yes. easier than I thought it was.
1: Uh, you it was see, little, I told you, man. We I, we ha- we, ha- we had to have this conversation. man. Yeah, it's important. It's
0: important. It, it is important. And uh, yeah, best of luck, guys. Hopefully, hopefully you guys have your conversations when 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 it comes time. And uh, if you have any questions or anything, reach out to Malcolm directly. He can help you out.
1: Uh yeah, we I haven't said uh anything about it, but uh our I haven't created talking on social media, I haven't created a our social uh channel, but you can reach out at Maldom underscore X in Instagram. That's my handle. You can comment
0: in there. Um I uh, promote our podcasting there. Maldom M-A-L-D-O-M underscore X. Is that a word play on like Malcolm X? Yes, sir, <laughs> indeed. Nice. Excellent, man. All right, well, um, good show. That's it. And until next time, guys, I'm Joel. And I'm Maldo. And we are the, the big, big poppies. poppies. Till next episode. Take care.